Hello, hello, hello. It's March Madness week, so you know what that means. It's got to be a basketball-themed episode of the Big Deep Podcast. Before I bring in my special guest, please subscribe, like, and share these Swampies Reference Sports YouTube page where you can see all our content. You can view my bracket when it's up in a, in a little while. Also, check out the Big Deep Podcast for all your audio feeds out on Spotify and Apple. So I brought out the FGC shirt today because the uh, FGC women's basketball team is once again representing the ASUN in March in uh, the NCAA women's tournament. And uh, I've got one of FGC's best, play- best players for uh, Cole Smesco. It's uh, my friend, the teacher Dunson. DD, uh, how are things going in D.C.? <laughs> things are going great you know it's a great city it's a great place to be in I'm upset that I'm not going to be back actually in DC until later that Friday so I can't make the Maryland game but things are going great um Amtrak can't get you from Atlanta to DC fast <laughs> enough right no my flight is my flight is after the game starts so I'm like ah oh, I want to go to the game in Maryland um but when they win Friday I'll definitely be there Sunday yeah, I, I knew when the uh, bracket was released that FGC was going to play at like 2, 2.30 Friday afternoon. I'm like, oh, dang it. I already know what time we're going to play Friday. You already <laughs> So uh, the teacher played uh, under Coach Mesco from what, uh, 2012 until 2016, correct? Yes, that's correct. And uh, during that time, you helped. FGCU made a couple trips to the NCAA tournament. So, uh, to teach her, talk about uh, what brought you to FGCU in the front. Uh, I think what brought me to FGCU uh, was really just the winning aspect of the program. Um, my dad had kind of, you know, researched them and he was like, this is a great team. Like, their, their winning percentage is crazy. They kind of win like every year. Um, they have this, you know, this girl who decommitted from Duke, who, you know, who chose to come to FGCU and Whitney Knight. This would be a great fit for you. Um, they shoot a lot of threes. And so, you know, that kind of piqued my interest within FGCU. And after I did my uh, official visit with them, I just I just kind of love Coach Mesco and the girls and like just the winning culture. And I wanted to be a part of a culture like that, that I knew that we were going to win and I was going to be pushed every day to become a better player. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like winning? I mean, we all like winning. <laughs> And uh, seemingly at FTCU, Cole Smith has done a great job of no matter who he, who he gets, whether it be recruiting on the transfer corner now, FTCU is always winning. Mm-hmm. They are. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned how tough it is to play under Smesco. Yes, we know FTCU wins, but it's not always easy to play because his offense is so complicated because mm-hmm. – because either it's three layups or threes, yes. but it's not as easy as you would think it is. <laughs> no, it's it's not. Costa Mesco is very detail oriented, and you know, I think coming in, all the players thought that they kind of had, you know, they were kind of detail detail oriented with noticing the little things and when they played, when they played. But Costa Mesco takes it to another level, and and so it's it's just a steep learning curve with learning the offense and you know 
not taking a good shot, but rather taking a great shot. Um, and I think that's kind of the motto of his office. The office is three pointers and layups. And they, those are great shots when they're open and you typically get open when you actually run the office. And so it's it's kind of hard as a freshman coming in and, and you know, you're playing against these older girls who's, who've learned the system and you're trying to learn everything. You're trying to get in shape. You're trying to do all these other things and, and also bouncing classes. And so it's a steep learning curve, but Coach Mesco, he works with you. You have upperclassmen and other players that take the time to actually work with you and help you learn the system. So it's just, it's just a great feeling. It's a great team. Um, and I, I couldn't have made a better decision. Now uh, I've I've talked to a couple women who played full who played under Smetsko and uh, I and uh, I'm a runner so I'm, <laughs> was there a particular walkout? I'm just saying was there like a mile is there like a mile run that that uh, he makes his uh, players run under <laughs> a certain time. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's one of the conditions of getting in shape is making your your mile time, um, and and yeah, like that was you know we had a couple girls on in, at least in my class we had a couple girls on our team who who naturally just kind of like you know ran long distances and could run 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 long distances and I wasn't one of those people so <laughs> I struggled with the mile every year um, but finally my senior year I made my mile time <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, he he has a he has a you know a mile a mile time that we we have to meet in preseason. Well, uh, what was your uh, last? What was your senior mile time? Six twenty nine, six thirty. One of those that beats me. That beats me <laughs> any day. I'm like in the high sevens, low eights. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I would prefer to be, <laughs> but. But yeah, he and you probably run longer distances other than a mile. So that's, you know, most the seven thirties and the eights, like that's preferable. Um, when we had to run like a three mile run one time, obviously you probably want your first mile to be a longer distance. But you know, every every player has to go through it every year. You know, you love to hate it, but this is a part of the grind. So if you think back to FGC, what time, when did you f- finally feel comfortable on campus? On campus? Um, under, like under, with Smesco as your coach. Oh, I think I didn't really get comfortable until probably my second year. Um, first year, I, I kind of, I had surgery at the beginning of the season, and so I had did um, I had went through preseason, did all the conditioning, and then I had, you know, to stop abruptly to have surgery on my knee. And I came back like December. And so I was always kind of playing catch up. Um, and so my sophomore year, I believe with, you know, Jenna Cobb, you know, she transferred over. And, and so that, I think that was my sophomore year because she was a junior. Yeah. So that year was kind of like when I started becoming comfortable because I, you know, Jenna really kind of took me under her wing. Um, just kind of playing at another division one school. She, she just really helped me a lot. And so I think that's the year that I kind of became comfortable with the offense and comfortable with the ball in my hands as a point guard. Because you're the facilitator, because <laughs> I think of all the great teams in college basketball and almost all of them have something in common, a good floor general. And for mm-hmm. FGCU, 
Guess who was that floor general? Yeah, yeah. So think of that 2013-2014 season. FGCU made the NCAA tournament, and you played Oklahoma State and uh, West Lafayette, Indiana. And that was that was a crazy game. That was that was a tense game, and Oklahoma State won 61 to 60 in overtime. Mm-hmm. But in that game, you played 38 minutes with four assists and no turnovers. Just saying, mm-hmm. your assist turnover ratio that day was off the chart. <laughs> yeah, I, I vaguely remember that game. I, I know I was so nervous. Um, and I think the whole team was nervous. I know Stephanie Haas had a crazy game that day. Crazy game. Um, really helped us, you know, battle back. Because I think we, you know, we maybe gotten down a little bit but she she changed the momentum of that game Stephanie with Jenna I think Jenna hit a big three it was just it was a tough game um but I think that you know FGC had went to the tournament I think in 2012 like the year before I came um and they kind of lost it was a close game and they lost but that that game was kind of like our first time actually just like our group just like being in that big moment. And I think we fought hard and we played well, but it was a lot of nerves within that game. And so the second year when we came back in 2015, I think, you know, it was just like, let's play. Like, <laughs> like we've been here before, we know what to do now. We're not as nervous. And so I believe that's one of the reasons why we won that game in 20, 2015. So next year in the NCAA tournament, you see same song, same verse. Guess who you played the next year in the NCAA tournament? Oklahoma State. <laughs> Again. Yes. I think I think the committee was just being funny at that point. <laughs> <laughs> We know it's going to be a great game, and so let's let them play again. I don't know what our seating was, but I think Oklahoma State, State was ranked lower that year. So they were like was a 7 and 15. Oklahoma State was a 10 seed. Yeah, 10, 10 seed. Okay. And uh, in that game, uh, trying to think of, I think that was the game where uh, Atwater went off for 26 and Whitney Knight scored 19. And it was, and it was a, uh, little bit of payback with FGCU getting its first NCAA tournament win over the over Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. So what do you yeah. remember about that game? Uh, I just remember, I think that 2014-2015 year, we were just crazy good. <laughs> like everything clicked with that team. We were very fast. Um, we, you know, we had... Kanisha running the floor. We had Jenna running the floor. We had Steph. We had um, Jamie. You know, we also had Wit. You know, if if like you know they ran the floor, Wit would come back the trailer for the three. We we just had all the pieces that year. And so what I remember about the game was is us just being very fast paced. Us getting on the floor and running, running, and and trying to make turn turnovers into points. Um, and so that's kind of what I remember. And I just remember the feeling of us always kind of being in control of that game and never doubting that we wouldn't win. So, yeah, it was it was a great experience. And I think it also helped you face the same team two years in a row because, <laughs> I mean, we all we love it, it. almost It wouldn't have been like a conference team, but it's like I know what this team's going to run. So I, so we can say, OK, if this goes drives. Go with her. If this goes to shoot her, don't let her shoot. So you've got more familiarity mm-hmm. 
demo team that you haven't finished. Yeah, no, we did have a little familiarity familiarity with them. Um, I do, I do believe you know just playing them again it it calmed our nerves down because we knew we could win. We were like that close the year before, um, and you know they had you know some some new pieces to the team. It wasn't the same team, but um, we just had that confidence based on what we did the year before with them um, on our first. Well, FGCU second, but our like the teams, my teams first, like big tournament appearance, and so um, I think I think that just helped us. So as you know, FGCU women's basketball is known. FGCU the men are men are known for Dunk City, but the women are known for Raining Three. So what's with so what's with Raining Threes at FGCU? Well, we shoot a lot of threes, <laughs> and and I think Coach Mesco recruits a lot of um, players that can now also make the threes. And if you can, he really works to develop your shot. Um, so it's you know we we either lead the country in three point attempts or we we're up there with the top you know teams with three point attempts. And so we shoot a lot of threes, make a lot of threes, and that provides us a lot of points. And so um, I think that kind of helps us with you know, just being so unguardable because everybody on the team can shoot threes. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, FGCU's matchup in uh, a little bit. This year's FGCU's three-point squad because this the women are play one of uh, the first round's most interesting games because both teams shoot, but... Uh, mm-hmm. The next year, you played in the WNIT because FGCU lost in the ASUN tournament. You made the WNIT championship game. I think you ended up playing like one of those famous South South Dakota. So you ended up playing. Did you end up playing like that one wheel building up north? It was in, I think it was either South Dakota or South Dakota State, but I know that their colors are red and the other South Dakota team colors are like yellow and blue. And so, whichever the red color um, is. But yeah, we played at their home, um, their home arena, which was very packed uh, with a lot of fans, um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of South Dakota fans. And so it was it was a fun atmosphere. Um, I wish we could have pulled it off, you know, but, you know, just being in a championship game, nonetheless, that was just that was a fun experience. Yeah, and even though it, you didn't make the NCAA tournament, it was a nice consolation prize because a lot of you, because a lot of that team was graduating because 2015-16 was the last year for you. Mm-hmm. Outwater, Knight, Scoopaz, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie. I think Taylor was still there because she was there for like 18 yeah. years. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor was still there, even though she started with me. Um, she had a couple injuries, injuries. Um, Bethany, I think that was the last year for her as well. Um, it was at least six or seven of us that that left that year. That was our last year. And so yeah, it was it was a nice consolation, at least getting to the championship. Um, you know, we beat a, a lot of great teams on the way to the championship. A lot of, you know, uh, big schools. Michigan. Big yeah, Michigan. And big schools and big conferences. And, and I, I feel like that showed that we could at least have got an at-large bid into the um, NCAA tournament. But 
you know, that's the issue with mid-majors. We don't get a lot of respect, but. I don't know what it is. But I don't either. Every, I don't know what it is, but every single year, it seems like FGC is shafted because I look on, look on selection Sunday or selection Monday, and I'm like, when are you going to get a single digit seat? And, and I, I, I think, and I think, and and then I look at it afterward, I'm like, you're always an 11, 12, or 13 season. I'm seeing, I'm like, why do I even look at the brackets? Yeah, because I think that what is that they're saying? Like, out of the 64 teams, FGCU is like the 48th or 44th like ranked team, and and we were ranked in the coaches poll in the AP. Now I know now I know the the AP polls a little bit bogus because I don't think I don't think the committee looks at the AP polls, no should they. But mm-hmm. when you watch FGCU play, they're better than the 44 than the 42nd yeah. or 43rd team in the NCAA tournament. Anybody yeah. anybody of basketball mind could see that. Yeah, no, yeah, this is, this is a great team, and I thought that they should have been ranked higher. Um, but I do believe that, you know, just looking at the tournament, they are their their region. They are they're primed to to get to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, if you know, they follow Coach Semesco's game plan and and make make the shots that they know that they're capable of making. Um, I, they're primed to to make it. Um, I do think it's going to be some tough games. And it's probably not going to be a blowout, but it's going to be some tough games. Um, but I do believe that this is a this is a great team like they have this year. They yeah, TK is a, a facilitator, but she's also a scorer. You know, you have Bells with score, you have Spray, you got Emma, like there's so many other players, and I've, I've watched a couple of the games. I haven't watched every game this season, but I've watched a couple of their games, and I just know that everybody's producing, and, you know, like, they teams may try to, like, you know, not guard certain players, but they can hit shots. Everybody on the team can hit shots, and so it's going to be an issue if we're, if we're making our shots. Well, if you think of FG, if you think of raining threes, making shots, I'm not sure there's a better first-round matchup than – FTCU against Virginia Tech because Mm -hmm. Virginia Tech made 275 three-pointers during the regular season. But guess which team led America for seemingly like the 95th straight year with 367 made triples? FTCU. You would be correct. So there will be a ton of threes. Steph Curry won't have anything on these two teams. (laughs) I do think that works in our advantage. I haven't. I I'll admit I haven't watched Virginia Tech. Um, I've I've saw that on either have I that they make they shoot and make a lot of threes. Um, but I think that works in our advantage because I think one of the issues that FCCU has, you know, year after year, and we we find a ways to work around it. It's like our height issue and guarding post players and a lack of height. Yeah, a lack of height, and you know, guarding their post post players. The opposing team's post players, but you know, you have a team that shoots a lot of threes and getting up. You just you're just making our guards guard. <laughs> and that kind of works in our advantages, you know, in practice, everybody's guarding, you know, we're guarding each other every day in practice, regarding the three-point line. And so I think it might help to kind of play a team that shoots a lot of threes. And, you know, as long as, long as we're running them off the line and, and limiting the amount of threes and shots that they make, I think we're good. I mean, just FGCU, 
can't be outlived by like 15. FGCU's even on the board. I think the Eagles have got a chance. The FGCU just can't get pounded on the glass on Friday. Right, right, right. Which yeah. may be a problem because Virginia Tech's got uh, Virginia Tech's going to be bigger. I mean, a lot of teams are going to be bigger than FGCU. Yeah, I mean, I think you know a lot of teams are bigger, bigger than us um, always, and a lot of times we do get out rebounded. <laughs> but you know, it's it's about limiting that how much we get out rebounded, and I think that's that's the key. Like we're we're used to games like this. We're used to opponents like this. You know, we have some weaknesses, but we know how to, you know, maximize our strengths that covers those weaknesses. And Costa Mexico does a great job at that. And so I'm I'm honestly not worried. I think as long as we're making our shots and taking good shots, we're going to win. So, uh, you know me, I'm a trivia person. I love trivia i want to test out your knowledge oh lord it's gonna be bad <laughs> so what fgcu is the 12th scene in the ncaa women's tournament mm-hmm. what happened the last time fgcu was the 12th seed in march madness i think we we won won again <laughs> uh know. yes fgcu beat missouri 80 to 70 2018 Oh, yes, yes, we did win that game. I remember that, yes. And this year... Then they lost to Miami, right? uh, Stanford. Oh, Stanford, okay. Don't remind me of those trips to Miami. I was at the 2017 (laughs) game, and I wanted to throw up at the end of it. Oh, gosh. Because I knew the... I mean, I... Uh, I know basketball, and uh, we got chef, and uh, we got hopes at the end of that game. But I'll save it for another <laughs> day. So, uh, is this year FGCU can maybe make a Sweet Sixteen because the men made in twenty thirteen? Can the women make a Sweet Sixteen? I do. I I honestly believe so. I think that you know this team is good. I think we are underseeded. Like we should be a you know, we're a better team than a 12 seed. And so I think that we can go up against any five or four seed regardless and 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 win. So I do think this is the year that LGCU will go to the Sweet 16. Hey, be something. I mean, be something to play. Who's the one seed that in this? Stanford. <laughs> something to play Stanford and Spokane next weekend. Yes, Stanford. Play a living legend in Terra. Play against a living legend team in Terra Vanderbilt. Beyond mm-hmm. thinking, how many wins would be in that game? That'd be like that'd be a few hundred. That'd be what a lot. 15, 1600 <laughs> wins. It would be a lot. It would be a lot of wins. It. I don't even know how many. I think Smesco's over six hundred. I don't know how many Terra's got, but uh. Anyway, it's going to be fun seeing this team playing March Madness. I can't wait to see what uh, TK and uh, Kirsten Bell do because if you haven't heard of them, America, you're going to hear about them on Friday afternoon. Yes, yes. They're going to do big things. So uh, thanks for hopping on to teach. Uh, we wish you well in your studies. And uh, go Eagles and ring in threes. 
Yes, go Eagles.